Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. Hi, friends, and welcome back to Authentic and Unapologetic. Today's cozy little episode, um, we are just going to talk very candidly. I feel like I've been doing a lot of these lately, and I know that many of you tell me, you come to my Instagram, you DM me, you leave reviews, uh, you all tell me how helpful this podcast is for you. And I want you to know how much, first of all, I really appreciate those messages. Um, and even some of you have started to come to my YouTube channel and tell me that you're finding me through the podcast. And that is like insane to me because I, this, the podcast is like something that is kind of there just more for fun. And it's like an extra thing that I do, but it's not necessarily my main focus in business. So that's amazing to me that I'm reaching so many of you. I'm reaching enough people to the point that now you're starting to come to my other platforms from here. So I guess I wanted to start by saying hello. Welcome all of my new listeners. We have grown quite a bit this last month. So hello, welcome in. I'm happy to have you on our little cozy corner of the internet. Um, we've been doing a lot more candid episodes lately, mostly because I feel that the collective is kind of confused. <laughs> I am a very empathic person. Um, I do tend to take on the emotions of the collective, the feelings of the collective. Um, I am clairsentient. I'm clairaudient. Um, this is not an episode where I'm just going to sit here and tell you all that I am, but I guess just to kind of get a little more of a feel for me and what I'm doing here, I feel like we've been doing more candid episodes because that, I mean, the podcast is called Authentic and unapologetic. So I've been giving you a lot of my authentic self when we do podcast exclusives. There's no video that runs in tandem with this episode today. This is just for the podcast. So if you're here, hello. Um, this is kind of our little special secret corner of the internet. <laughs> I feel like whenever I post something to YouTube and to here, like we get a lot more attention over here, which is nice, but it's also nice to kind of have our little cozy community too. So um, today's episode, originally I was going to sit and talk about astrology and I wanted to talk about sidereal versus tropical, how, what is accurate, what isn't, what is better, worse, etc. Even though I'm going to sit there and like debunk all of that eventually, I just didn't feel like I was quite ready. There was more research that needed to be done to make that episode and I want to make a video correspondence with it. And I'm going to be real y'all. I woke up today. It's Monday. This episode is due out tomorrow morning. And I had the biggest case of the fuckets. And if you've never experienced that in your life, or you've never heard that phrase, um, I'm sure many of you have, but basically it's where you just could not find a fuck if you had one to give. And obviously I have some where I wouldn't be here talking and I'm, I am happy to be here, but I was just like, I cannot put on the makeup today. I cannot sit in front of a camera today. I cannot talk about this topic today. I want to just go sit down, talk to my listeners. I want to see what message they need to hear today. I'm going to sit down and really meditate on what we need to talk about. And I did pull some cards as well. That's something that I do. If you're only familiar with the podcast, I do a lot of pick a card readings over on my YouTube channel. I'm um, a tarot card reader, psychic astrologer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but today, 
this is something that's kind of been coming up this week. And I, I think it does come up with reason. And I think this is an important message for all of you to hear today. But my twin flame and I were talking this morning. Um, her name's Hillary. She's fantastic. One of my best friends in the entire world. Um, we were talking today and she actually kind of brought it to my attention that it feels like collectively so many of us are waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it, it doesn't matter if you're in America, in the middle of politics, whatever, whatever you're going through. It's almost like we have gotten to this place where things got so bad this year for 2020. Things have gotten so astronomically different for so many of us. Now, some of you are thriving. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm so proud of you. I'm happy for you for leveling yourself up, for doing what you got to do for you. That's amazing. But I feel that many people are not necessarily doing that. They're worried. They're scared. You know, 2020 has been a very transitional year for people to really take them out of what is considered the normal and quote unquote normal, because what is even normal, right? It's been really not normal for a lot of people though, people that rely on that normalcy to function. And so I feel like interestingly enough this year, and maybe even the years leading up, we've kind of just been conditioned into this place of we're always waiting for what is the next worst thing. And you could even say that this extends beyond the last four years. This is, you know, we've been, if anything, the last four years, at least if you're an American, the shadow aspect of America has started to be revealed, you know, where we've really had that exposed to us and how the media doesn't always tell the truth and how, you know, we're constantly being told to think this way or that way and be pitted against each other and cause this divide. And, you know, that's just all America, but we also see it everywhere globally. You know, we have been so conditioned to not trust strangers, to trust others, to see how ugly the world is. And we're constantly waiting for the worst thing to happen. And many of us even live with fear and anxiety just over this. And myself included, I think as an astrologer, it's really hard to look at the transits right now and the transits of this year and in the coming years and really speak to positivity. And it's, it doesn't mean that good things aren't going to come because they will, you know, there's always, um, my twin flame said this to me today as well. You know, the pendulum always swings back and people forget that, that if we go one way, we're always going to go back the other way. The pendulum always goes back the other way. So I feel that for many of us, we've, we've really had this kind of shocking awakening, whether you're spiritual or you're not, we've had this very shocking awakening of, you know, is this lifestyle working for me? Is this career working for me? Many of us have come to this place of having to question so much that we kind of feel out of our minds and not really sure what we're doing. And like I said, we're kind of waiting for the next shoe to drop constantly. And I'm here to tell you that the best thing you can do right now, if you're full of fear and you're scared and you don't know what the future is going to hold and the bills are stacking and, you know, whatever it is that's got its grip on you. I'm here to tell you that it's okay and it is safe to believe in something better. I feel like I myself kind of went through this on a very individual level this year. Um, and I guess it's kind of good that we're doing just a podcast episode because this is kind of personal for me. But and I've talked about it quite a bit, but I don't know how in depth ever. And I don't know if we're going to get super in depth today, but I've said it before that 
for all of my adulthood. I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 in May next year. Um, all of my adult adulthood, I have really honestly lived in poverty. I have struggled to make ends meet. I have had to put myself in copious amounts of debt just to survive. Um, a lot of things that just like really don't feel good, really base root chakra things, right? It's this completely unsafe feeling. And this year, it's almost like I've kind of gone through this feeling of having survivor's guilt because I've thrived during this pandemic, economic upset, all of that. I've really actually built something brand new and it was hard. It was really hard. It took me years to get to the point that I'm at now. And I've kind of thrived, at least abundance wise, financially wise, I've really started to thrive and I'm, I'm able to do things now in my adult life that I've never been able to do because I've never had the means to see a therapist regularly, to have the time and space and energy to actually cater to myself and not just be constantly, you know, selling my electronics at the pawn shop because I couldn't pay my bills or, um, riding my car until it's in the ground because I can't afford new tires or an oil change or whatever it is, or worried about where my next meal is going to come from. You know, I I've been through all of that and it causes a lot of fear. And with that coming into this place of really thriving this year, that fear is still cropping up. Oh, when's the other shoe going to drop? When is all of this going to go away? When is my community going to turn on me and not be interested in anything I'm making anymore? These are like real fears of a sole female entrepreneur. You know, when is, when am I going to say the wrong thing and the internet's going to cancel me when, you know, I'm, I'm constantly, so this is what I mean by on that individual level, I'm constantly ready for something terrible and catastrophic to happen. And so some people maybe have not really lived like that beyond more recent times. And now that's where they're at. But like I said, I'm here to tell you that it's okay to believe in something better. It's okay to believe and it is safe to believe. And you should believe that better days are always ahead and that you have the opportunity right now in this very moment right now, no matter what you are doing, if you are in the car, if you are listening in the bath, if you are wherever you are, maybe you're just working on stuff and listening to the podcast. Maybe you're building your own empire right now. It is safe for you to imagine something better. It is safe for you to have it all, a bag of chips. It's safe. It's okay for you to want to desire more for yourself and know that you will achieve it. You don't have to always be waiting for the next upset, the next mistake for you to fall quote unquote off path or for fall short of your goals or dreams, ambitions, or hopes that doesn't have to happen. It is actually okay for you to go on an upward trend and be really successful, abundant, and have the things that you want and desire in your life, whether they are physical material items or relationships, supportive friends, um, you, you know, whatever it is that you desire the most, it is okay to anticipate that those things are coming to you. And I feel like this is where a lot of people's manifestations even get really caught up is you put all these beautiful intentions into what you desire. And this kind of leads me, I guess, into like my secondary point. I, like I said, I pulled some cards on what we should talk about today. And this was what like really came up. Um, this kind of leads me into my second point is that sometimes we will 
decide that we want something really good in our lives, but then we make no effort to get it done. We make no effort to bring it in. We just sit on the couch and meditate and, you know, I did the visualization and, and now it's supposed to come, right? Sometimes that does work. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes that does work. But more often than not, it is required of you to take some kind of inspired action. You have to ground that into this reality. And many of you come to me and ask, you know, um, and I plan to do more episodes on this stuff in the future because it's something that constantly is asked of me because I often channel spirit guides. People constantly ask me, how do you get in contact with your spirit guides? How do you know who they are? How do you, how do I do that? And ultimately the desire, the fact that you desire it is enough. That's literally all you have to do. The fact that you desire it is enough. However, if you feel like you're not getting any guidance, you're not hearing anything, your, your extra senses aren't aware, you have to ask yourself how you can bring those senses back online because they might be snuffed out. You know, I believe that when we come into this world born, we come in perfect, all of our chakras aligned and open and, you know, we come in literally perfect. And then the world kind of tells us to stop playing make believe. So it's about you tapping back into that, allowing yourself the ability to get back into your magic. And you can't just visualize it for 60 seconds one time and then just say, okay, my spirit guides are just going to like appear in front of me. It's, it's different for every person. It's different for every guide, but it's number one, having faith that they will show up, having faith that you will know them asking deliberately asking in stillness, making an offering or, um, there's, like I said, I want to do a whole other video and podcast on that alone, just like different ways to actually communicate with your guides and to know that they are there, but you have to take some kind of action. If you're not getting a result just from the visualization or the desire, you have to allow yourself to actually make some time for something space for something. I feel like Many think that your guides are just meant to pop up next to you the second you ask for them. And though that might work for some people, if they aren't ready or you're not ready, or it's sometimes it's also just like a totally, it's a timing thing. (laughs) Sometimes it's just not the right time, but, um, don't let that hinder you either, but you have to be willing to actually do something about it. And I think, like I said, that's where people get caught up. It's number one, the fear of even being allowed to believe in it. And number two, actually taking inspired steps. So um, something that I really condone, if, and this goes with any kind of manifestation, it doesn't just have to be like spirit guides and stuff. That was just an example. But something that I really condone is something that the holistic psychologist teaches. I talk about her a lot on this podcast. She's somebody I really admire her work. Um, there's never been a time where she didn't have a beautiful message for me. Um, and I talk about her, like we're friends. She doesn't know I exist. I'm sure of it, but maybe someday. Um, but she, she makes this journal prompt called future self journaling. And if you've never heard of it, it's incredible. She actually just created a brand new one and this is not like sponsored or anything by her. Uh, this is just something I really believe in, but she created future self journaling where you dedicate like three to five minutes a day to sitting down with yourself 
and actually writing out your future self's ideals. And this takes so many things into account. It's beautiful. Number one, you're creating a habit. This is forcing you to take an inspired action. Number two, this is also how cognitive therapy works. You're reprogramming your mind to think new thoughts, to think different thoughts, and to not just constantly shit on yourself and like allow yourself to sit in this, I have such low self-esteem. I can't do anything. Nothing I ever do is good enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're coming from this really low vibrational state a lot of the time. So future self journaling really gives you the power back and says, no, this is who I've been, but this is who I'm becoming. And it really flips reality. And this is something that I just ugh. like, if I could teach anything to anyone, I, I thrive in concepts of flipping reality on its head, everything we've been taught and just like debunking it and saying, no, let's think of it from this perspective. So this goes the same with like the way that you even speak to yourself, the way that you, um, I guess we're just talking about envisioning the new and manifestation today. That's the overall theme. But the way you even speak to yourself can kind of hinder those things, cannot allow you to believe in a brighter, happier, more fulfilling future that you want to make manifest in your life. So you have to take some kind of action. It's, it's not as and it can, like I said, I don't want to give you the wrong impression that you can't just visualize because if that works for you, then awesome. That's all you got to do is visualize. But for many of us, we visualize, but internally your body, your subconscious, your unconscious subconscious, somebody got mad at me in my comments the other day, or this is like a month ago for saying subconscious when I should have said unconscious, but really they're almost kind of like the same thing. Um, and I even looked up the definition and they were totally talking down to me. It was super rude, but, um, it's fine. My ego doesn't need to talk about that right now. Um, but it just, for some people, the visualization does work, but for many people, if you unconsciously don't believe that just visualizing is going to work, then it isn't going to work. Like that's kind of the paradox that we live in is if you don't believe somewhere internally that something is going to work for you, then it's not going to. So doing an inspired action, doing something, taking action on what you want to, what you want to bring in, what you desire to be the reality that is going to work better because it's putting your mind and your physical body into contact with what you're trying to change. This is why I, I released an episode recently called like doing the work so you can hear your spirit guides. I feel like this kind of falls in line with that. You have to actually do something. Um, and something else that really came through on this message too, is that you also kind of have to get to a place where you just are in a state of acceptance. And I also talked about this in my dark night of the soul episode or no, excuse me. I might've touched on it in that episode, but I also touched on it in my tips for awakening episode that came out, I believe in October, uh, I might've been in September, somewhere in there within the last like month or so I did an episode about that. And I talked about how you have to come to a deep state of acceptance. You have to accept what is and let go. And that's probably the hardest part of manifesting and believing in something better and trying to shift from this fear mentality into really thriving is you have to just let things be what they are and let them go. Come to this state of acceptance that allows you just to let things be as they are. 
Because ultimately, even if you feel like you're completely off path on your journey, you're confused, know that you're never off path. Being off path doesn't even exist because you have a multitude of different energetic paths that you could take at any given moment. And none of them are wrong. Some of them might lead you to the direction you're trying to go a little bit slower, but it doesn't mean that you're off path. Maybe you needed that detour to learn something else so that you could come back to like the main road that you're always headed towards anyways. Um, so you could kind of circle back into that main road with new information and new knowledge, new data to handle the, handle the path better. Does that make sense? Like whenever there's a hiccup on your path, many people look at it like it's defeat. My manifestation is never coming. Now we have to live with this great pitfall. But actually, it's there because you are meant to learn something from it in every moment. And I don't know if this just comes with age, if this just comes with, actually, I wouldn't even say age because I believe that age is just a number and it is our experiences that we collect. Age has nothing to do with it. Um, but I don't know if this comes with experience, with doing different things um, to reprogram my subconscious or what have you, but it is such a powerful moment you will know that you have started to reclaim your personal power when you can look at any situation, even when it is so hard and so miserable, when you can look at any situation and say, I wonder what this situation is teaching me. When you can do that, you are a powerful motherfucker. <laughs> and trust me, you are a force to be reckoned with. Because you have taken all the power out of the situation and given it back to yourself and said, how does this serve me right now in this instance, this awful shit, how does this actually serve me? So just an extra little tidbit about like your path ahead, you know, don't be so scared if the journey doesn't unfold magically in front of you right away. Or if you feel like you're not going in the right direction, you're always going in the right direction. Always. Like I said, even if you took like a fork down one road, it's going to come back to the main road anyway. It's always going to lead you back. So don't worry. And the last thing that I got for today with this, we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. We're always waiting for, you know, something terrible to happen, something not to work out. I feel like many of us also harbor this belief system that we're not allowed to desire things. And I've talked about this before, I'm sure. I think in many episodes, actually, it keeps coming up collectively. People think they're not allowed. And this could be you. This could be somebody you know. Um, I myself have been there and sometimes go there. <laughs> but many people don't think they're allowed to desire you don't like, and I feel like if there is a block on, you don't think you deserve or are allowed to desire happiness for your life. And this is so much deeper than just a personal level. This gets into how in humanity we treat each other, how in society we have made people work X amount of hours when they are just so tired and don't have the energy to do anything else with their time. You know, there's so many factors that play into this never being allowed to desire what we actually want. And it comes from conditioning from parents, from mentors, from people usually really early on that told us we have to basically life is a bitch, you work and you die. But in the reality of the situation, you're allowed to desire any kind of lifestyle you want. If you want to run off into the forest, garden all your own food, live with your magical significant other, and have children there and not speak to anybody like great manifest. Or if you want to live in the middle of 
downtown LA in a high-rise building in a penthouse. You want every luxury at your fingertips. You want, you know, room service and cleaners and you want a gardener, even though I don't know why you'd have a gardener in a penthouse. You know what? Dream it. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And there is this mass conditioning that I see with people, even when it comes to down to just like abundance and finances, there's this, like, we think we need to be humble about the things that we ask for. I could, I would be so rich (laughs) if I had a little bit of change for every time somebody said something to me along the lines of, I don't want much. I just want A, B, C, and D, and then it will be good. And ultimately that's fine. If you don't desire much, this isn't me judging what you desire, but I feel like there's also this obsession in society that if you want too much, quote unquote, too much, you're asking for too much, you're greedy, you're selfish, you're spoiled, whatever it might be, whatever you've been conditioned to believe. When in reality, there is enough for everyone to go around. Money comes from source, not people. And let me explain that a little bit more because I think recently I heard some people have some questions about that. Money comes from source. It does not come from people. Yes, people might actually hand money between each other, but where do you think the idea comes from? When you see somebody on the side of the road asking for money, there are times I'm sure where you've passed them by and not given money. And then there are times that you have, what do you think is the difference? Did source line you up with the ability to have extra cash on you? Were you feeling a certain ample source of gratitude that day? What pushed you initially to make that decision? I personally believe it all comes from source. Yes, money is an exchange between people because it is the figure that we use, that we attach that energy to, but it wouldn't have to be money. It could be rocks if we decided it was rocks. You know what I'm saying? Money doesn't come from people. It comes from source. It is created by people in the the physical reality, but it is the energetic attachment that we put on money and how it moves around. So, and I'm bringing up money specifically because I think we have a big collective desire for more abundance, more financial wealth, more, you know, just more. And a lot of that money gets that for us. So Don't ever feel like your desires are too great. Don't feel like you need to dim out the things that you want. Don't feel like it has to be simple if you don't want it to be simple. Don't settle. You get literally one life, a hundred years if you are lucky. Don't spend a moment of that time settling. And it, like I said, it doesn't mean that you have to have these ideals and these wants that are so gargantuan to you. It could be really simple and small, and that really is what your heart truly desires, and that's okay. But don't settle. Don't tell yourself you have to live in this place because your family all lives here, so you can't leave. Don't tell yourself you can't make X amount of money because you look a certain way, dress a certain way, act a certain way. You know, don't settle. Don't sleep on your desires. Now is the time, especially collectively, if we are all emanating the highest frequency that we can and being authentic, we are coming into Aquarius in Saturn. I don't know... If people understand what a huge shift that is, Aquarius is the sign of authenticity. So the more that you become yourself and mark my words, you're going to see it everywhere in terms of YouTube and content creators. We're already seeing it. We're seeing creators being more themselves, not following this strict guideline that we all kind of had before. Now, granted, there's some limitations because YouTube has guidelines, but 
um, I'm giving YouTube as an example because I am a full-time YouTuber, but you know, we're seeing people coming out of their shells. We're seeing people being more themselves and mark my words over the next three years, you're just going to see more and more and more of it. Let me take a sip of this delicious coffee. Don't be afraid of your authenticity. Don't be afraid to dream something different than the person next to you. Don't be afraid when somebody brings their negative thought bubble of energy up next to you and tries to tell you, no, the world is this way. It's dark. It's evil. It's da, 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 da. Don't stop shining. Don't stop emanating this. No, it's actually beautiful. We actually can create really magical realities together because the only thing that ever can kind of ride out darkness is light, which I don't even necessarily like that saying, because I think it's a balance. We don't need to get rid of the darkness. We need to find balance with it. We're not meant to rid ourselves of our shadow aspect. We're meant to invite the shadow aspect in for tea, have a chat, hold each other and balance that. So it's the same in the collective. It's the same in, you know, I, I really do feel, and I, I guess the main reason this even really came up aside from the original stuff that I brought up is I believe in the collective unconscious, which is where we are all one collectively unconsciously. And in the collective unconscious, I feel like if America could be a portion of it, America is kind of like the bully. You put the bully in the playground and it causes fear in everybody else globally. And that doesn't mean that I think America is bigger or better than any other country because I don't, but it, it causes this collective fear and upset and everybody feels it. Even if you're not in the country, living in the country, unless you actively do more to raise your vibration, raise your consciousness and see things differently. So that's kind of why it came up initially is I feel like a lot of people are feeling afraid and waiting for the other shoe to drop and we don't really know what's going to happen and da, 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 da. But ultimately take it more on an individual level, take it on a day by day basis, believe that good things are coming, know that good things are coming, know that you can have your desires, know that you are never off course, you're never off path. And if all I did today was maybe instill a little bit more hope in you, if you have been feeling like you are hopeless and the world is hopeless, which is definitely how I felt last week, then I have done my job. <laughs> That's all I came here to do today was I wanted to give you hope for a better future, hope that humanity actually is loving. There are good people in here and every person I believe is good and bad. We all have those aspects. Some people just wear one or the other more outwardly. There's still hope. There's still hope to be had. There's still joy to be had. There's still things to celebrate. And the more you can connect with yourself, your own desires, what you actually want, unprogram your subconscious, which I do have an episode on that. It's called like five things to remove your limiting beliefs. It was one of the first episodes I ever did. I think it's like one of the first three. You can check that out. Um, I hope this episode reached you well today. I apologize if it felt all over the place. I was kind of doing like a tarot card reading, but also trying to just speak and get a message out. So I apologize if it felt kind of everywhere. Um, but if anything, I hope that this little 30 minute segment just really maybe opened your eyes to a more, a more bright future, because I believe that we're getting there. Like I said, we're already, I believe in the age of Aquarius. I think it depends on what you're looking at though, astrologically. Um, we're already in the age of Aquarius, or at least we're about to be, we are going to be coming into Saturn and Aquarius, Saturn, 
Um, I believe that shift happens at the end of this year. I want to say, I want to say in tropical, maybe it already happened. It depends again on what kind of astrology you're looking at, but, um, you know, I think we're coming into a really beautiful, authentic time. And though of course there's always going to be shadow aspects to everything and we can focus on both. Don't give all of your attention to only one side. Don't give all of your attention and all of your magic away to the despair, the heartbreak, the hurt, the upset, the anxiety, you know, we can make space for those things. I would never tell you to spiritually bypass them, but make room for the other two. Believe that things can be good. And I think I've said that enough times today. So I love you all so much. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I will speak to everyone next week. Um, I hope you're all well. I love you. If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week.